The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. Glory to you, Lord. The apostles said to the Lord, Increase our faith. The Lord replied, If you have faith the size of a mustard seed, you would say to this mulberry tree, Be uprooted and planted in the sea, and it would obey you. Who among you would say to your servant, who has just come in from plowing or tending sheep in the field, come here immediately and take your place at table? Would he not rather say to him, prepare something for me to eat, put on your apron and wait on me while I eat and drink? You may eat and drink when I am finished. Is he grateful to that servant because he did what was commanded? So should it be with you. When you have done all you have been commanded, say, we are unprofitable servants. We have done what we were obliged to do. The Gospel of the Lord. Thanks, Thanks be to God. O oh Lord, Increase our faith. That simple little request from Jesus' apostles is one that resonates with humility and with the desire to know the Lord better and maybe most of all with a longing, a longing for something more in their lives than what they've got. It's a beautiful thing and who among us can't identify with that, especially in our moments in life when we have our doubts or when things aren't going well or when times get rough. Lord, increase our faith. There's something in that as well that really, in a deep way, allows us to kind of see into the minds and souls, maybe in some ways the hearts of Jesus' apostles. That request was a sincere one, a humble one, one that expresses their desire to be more like Jesus with his extraordinary gift of faith. But there's, so they, 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 they've been spending time with Jesus and they've been walking with him and they've been seeing him do these great and spectacular and wonderful deeds. Healing the sick, curing the skin of lepers, calming storms at sea. And they want a piece of that, that action. And they know they don't have it. They know that they're kind of useless followers. They're sort of groupies of Jesus that they're kind of taking along but what he's got we don't really have. We're sort of sort of uh, just not there yet. And that desire to do what Jesus does, it's something deep in them because they continue to walk with Jesus, but they never quite get their fingers on it. Now, that'll be really frustrating for them. And therefore, they go to Jesus and say, increase our faith so it can be more like your faith. Jesus' curious response to their request 
At first, at least to our ears, so many thousands of years later, sounds kind of dismissive. You know, well, if you had the faith the size of a mustard seed, you guys. You know, you could say to this mulberry tree, be uprooted and replant yourself in the sea. You know, he's saying you guys don't have much faith at all, if any faith at all. At least that's what it sounds like. But maybe what Jesus is doing by way of that reply is indicating to them and so many years later to us the kind of faith that they were looking for and redirecting them a little bit. So what kind of faith were they looking for? Well, as I said, it's, you know, they're pretty impressed with this Jesus. They've been hanging with him, visiting with him, walking with him, talking with him, praying with him. But most of all, they've been witnesses to his great deeds. And that's what they're kind of after. You know, increase our faith, meaning allow us to cure the sick, allow us to cleanse lepers, allow us to calm the seas in the middle of a terrible storm. We want that kind of power and we want the adulation that comes with it. We want to be hip and cool and, and magic workers like you are, Jesus. We want to be able to astound the crowds and wow the people, make an impression by our deeds of faith. And Jesus is saying, um, not so fast, fellas. Not so fast. You're kind of missing the boat. You're seeing me from the exterior. You're seeing what I do. And you want part of that, and that's great. But you're missing the inside story. You're not asking for what I have inside of me. You want the big stuff. You want the showy stuff. You want the stuff that's going to impress the crowds. But what I really have on offer for you is not that. You don't need faith to move a mulberry bush from here to there. What you need, my dear apostles, is a faith which is a relationship with the God of creation. You need a relationship with the God of Abraham who was a friend of God. You need a relationship with the God of the poor who saved our people from slavery in Egypt not through mighty signs but through love and care. You need a relationship with the God who deigns let go of his Godhood so that he can walk here with you and spend time with you and speak to you in words you understand. That's faith. That's the faith you really need. Not the power to do great magic tricks or to work grand miracles or to astound the crowds with your prowess at being able to do this or that. What you need is what is at the heart of my life, 
which is an extraordinarily gentle and profound and intimate relationship with the God who created this universe and the God who led our people out of slavery, the God who befriended Abraham, the God who has given me life. The God with whom I share my very being. The God who shares his very being with me. You need this spirit in your hearts. And that's what faith really is. This intimate, gentle, loving relationship with God who is not just an idea, with God who is not just a distant old man sitting on a cloud far away, a God who is not just powerful and mighty, leads his people through great signs to new promised land, but a God who is for me and for you, a father, maybe better, a grandfather. Abba, Jesus has taught his disciples so often, is God's name. Abba, Papa. It's intimate. It's gentle. It's the word a child would use as he or she falls into the lap of his grandfather. That's faith. That's what I have. And that's what I have on offer for you. And if you, through your own prayer, and through your relationship with me, and through your humble service of others, and for your care of the poor, can crawl into the lap of God, your Father, your Abba, then you got it then you've got the faith you need to get through the hard times, to get through the doubts, through the disasters of life, and even more, to proclaim the greatness of God to all nations and all peoples. Is this easy? Of course not. Because, as you will find out shortly, my dear apostles, this kind of relationship with God is very threatening to those who don't have it. To those who made God an all-powerful God who is distant, whom we can control from down here below. Who has written his rules in law books and that's all we have to pay attention to. To love God, to know God, to sit in God's lap. That's very frightening to people who think they already know God, but do not. So, my dear apostles, Jesus says in so many words, yes, ask for faith, but don't look for it in mighty deeds, in power, in authority, in impressing others, and shaking the world with your great miracles. 
Increase your faith by going to your father and my father and sitting in his lap and asking God to allow you the great freedom to know him as your own Abba.